0: Hey there, Rachel Wilson here, your paediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to my bite-sized podcast to help guide, inform, and help you deal with your child's sleep from newborn to four years old. Sleep strategies, interviews, and informed information to give you the confidence to help your child form happy and healthy sleep habits and parenting skills for yourself. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to this week's podcast. I hope wherever you're listening, the sun is shining and you're all feeling happy and good. So this week, I'm going to be talking to you about your baby at five months old and their sleep. Now, this is a new milestone. You're through that fourth trimester, through the the brand new baby days. And hopefully you have come out the other side of that four month sleep progression. Your baby could have possibly been sleeping beautifully up until that four month sleep progression and then something has happened and out of the blue your little one is waking every two hours in the night and taking dreadful naps in the daytime and here you are at five months old going what on earth am I doing now where do I go from here don't worry I've got you covered keep listening I'm going to talk to you about sleep needs and nap schedules and how to navigate naps today in this podcast Okay, so here are some things for you to know with your five-month-old baby and their sleep. Sleep needs approximately, at this age, at night time, we're looking for about 11 to 12 hours at night. Now, this is not to say your baby should be sleeping 11 to 12 hours straight at night. This is a ballpark. Some babies sleep 10 hours, some babies sleep 13 hours. All babies are different. This is a ballpark and of course they're still going to be having a feed if not two in the night time. Some babies yes they've dropped all their night feeds but it doesn't mean it has to happen at this age. Some babies are still taking a feed up into the age of 12 months so I would be saying if your baby is having two feeds at five months old then that is absolutely normal and perfectly okay as long as it's working for you and your child then that is okay day sleep, naps, we're looking for approximately three to four hours of day sleep and that is going to be split up over three to four naps over the course of the day. Now at five months old, I've worked with uh, a huge amount of five month old babies, we try and guide them to a three nap schedule at this age. So it is possible. And we're going to have about an hour to an hour and a half in the morning. We aim for two hours, a magical two hours at lunchtime. And then we'll get about half an hour from them at the end of the day, if your baby is taking three naps. Now, many babies are still taking really short 30 to 40 minute naps and they're on four naps a day at this stage. So don't worry, <clears throat> that's all very normal and expected. Now, like I said, many babies will still be taking feeds in the night. And many babies are only able to fall asleep with some help from you. So that help might be feeding, rocking, bouncing up and down on a yoga ball. It could be driving in the car. It could probably be the pram. Now, why is this happening? Well, your baby has made neural connections in their brain when they have been falling asleep in the last few months. And that is how they have learnt to fall asleep. They've done an excellent job at remembering how they've gone to sleep and that is what they want all the time. So you might find that you put your baby in their cot, hope that they go to sleep with a bit of shushing and you walk out the door, but no, they're not asleep. And that's because the cot is still and the cot is a very different environment from the pram when you've been walking around And of course, we're all on maternity leave and we have a new baby and shopping to do and people to see and coffees to have. We head out the door and we go and do those things. We go and see friends, we go out for lunch, we walk around the park for hours on end and our baby naps in the pram. So they are very used to falling asleep with that motion. That's absolutely normal. You haven't done anything wrong. You've done absolutely everything right because in this early early weeks and months your baby needs a lot of support to sleep and that's exactly what you've done help them to sleep many babies at this age are also bed sharing now this is obviously a choice some parents don't want to we were not a bed sharing family I will say that quite openly it was not something that we wanted to do and for for safety reasons and for me I could not sleep If there was a child in my bed because I was too busy thinking I was gonna roll over them they're gonna roll out of the bed and various other things and I didn't want to get myself caught up in that place of having a baby in our bed it just didn't work for us but many people it does for many families it does and they choose to bed share and it is a wonderful beautiful thing and it works for them When this happens many partners are relegated to the spare room of course because there's just not enough space and your partner is probably thinking I need to get a good night's sleep because I've got to go to work tomorrow so I'm going to go and sleep in the spare room. Whilst mum is left literally holding the baby all night and feeding and bed sharing and doing whatever they can to get that baby to sleep again in the night time. So at the age of five months, this is all very expected and very normal. Parents come to me in the hope that they can change this and they can get their baby to sleep through the night because they're exhausted, they're barely functioning through the day from the lack of sleep, and you're just wondering how to and what to do to help your baby fall asleep in their own sleep space. And get back to some sort of rested normality. When I work with families, um, when their babies at this age or any age, I tap into your parenting style and your baby's needs and how they've got to sleep, and we really work on reducing these sleep aids—the bed sharing and the rocking, whatever it is—to help your baby learn how to fall asleep, make new neural connections in their brain. And it is very, very possible to do it. So if you are in this place now, don't worry. You can change things and it, you can all sleep better. I promise you. Now, naps. Naps is the bane of our life. I remember uh, a good friend of mine saying, oh, naps, it's the bane of my life. I'm constantly trying to get this child to go to sleep. And as sooner as I got the child to go to sleep, he's woken up. Your naps will be able to transition to three a day, excuse me, (coughs) a little bit of COVID lurking around in me still. Um, You will be, like I said, able to transition to three naps, but if baby is still taking short naps, you'll still be on four naps, but you need to start encouraging to link those sleep cycles so they can get longer naps. I have been there. My eldest, Leo, he's six and a half now. That half is very important. He was a short cat napper. He slept pretty well at night time, but in the daytime, he was a short cat napper, and I found it incredibly infuriating. I, no longer had I gotten to sleep. I'd managed to get myself dressed, brush my teeth, have a glass of juice or something, and uh, he was awake, and I just was chasing my tail all day, and I couldn't get anything done, and it's frustrating. I get it. I absolutely get it. Now, it made me wonder, is there something wrong with his schedule? Well, schedule has got a lot to do with it. Schedule routine, whatever you like to call it, it's got a lot to do with it. It's definitely a part of the puzzle piece, but it's not going to fix or change the whole sleep in its entirety. There's many different puzzle pieces, but let's talk about schedules for your 5-month-old on a three-nap schedule. Now, The schedule will be governed by wake windows and at five months old, you're going to be looking at wake windows of about two to two and a half hours. Those wake windows will extend as the day gets longer. So you'll have the short two hour wake window in the morning and you might just be able to get baby to two and a half hours by the end of the day, but it doesn't always happen. This is just a guide. Some babies are just happy with a two-hour wake window between each nap. You might get two hours 15, or two hours 20, and that's beautiful. So if you're starting your day at half past six in the morning, regardless of what's happened, open the curtains, expose them to light, turn the lights on, and feed them. Even if they had a feed perhaps only an hour ago, still offer a feed. They might not take much, <clears throat> but what you're doing is you're f- topping up any little space that they've got in their tummy. So they've got a full tummy and they're able to go a good three to four hours before their next feed and not be hungry when they're hopefully napping later. So if they're woken up at half past six, you want to have their first nap of the day at half past eight in the morning. Now this schedule, try and give them an hour. An hour for their first nap. And then their next nap will be about two hours, 15 minutes later. So they've woken up at half past nine. We maybe get them till about half past 11, or maybe 11.45 for their next nap. That's the long lunchtime nap. You want to aim to get two hours out of them. Some babies nail it. Some babies are still taking 40 minutes. Whatever time they wake, you still time their wake window from that point. So two hours, 15, two hours, 20 might work. And then they'll have a third nap later in the afternoon and you're going to aim for about 30 to 45 minutes and then bedtime will be about two hours 20 two hours and a half after they've woken from that third nap now like i said two and a half hours may just be too much for them some babies can still only cope with about two to two hours 15 and that's absolutely fine the other schedule that you could try is just giving them a 90 minute first nap in the morning and 90 minute lunchtime nap and 30 minutes for a third nap in the afternoon so their sleep their day sleep is split equally in the morning with a little shorter cat nap in the afternoon I will put a link in the show notes to my blog all about babies and five months old sleep and those schedules are written out there quite clearly for you have a look at them if they work for you fantastic if they don't chuck them in the bin it doesn't matter these schedules are just a ballpark it's just a guide it doesn't mean that your baby should or has to be following this if you are a go with the flow parent don't get yourself caught up in schedules and stressing about that You need to feel relaxed and if you get stressed then your days are just not going to be fun at all. These are just recommendations. What I will say is really try and follow awake windows. So if your baby is only taking short naps, 30 minutes, still tune in to those wake windows. So about 2 to 2 hours 15 minutes later your baby will be ready for another nap. Some babies have very, very high sleep needs. And they might happily take a good two, maybe even two and a half hours sleep at lunchtime. Might make that third nap of the afternoon a little tricky, but if they're gonna do it and it's working for them, go with it. Um, And some babies just have very low sleep needs and they might not need to be having such a longer nap. And maybe just a 90 minute nap at lunchtime is working perfectly well for them. Whatever schedule you're on, be happy with it. Make sure your baby, most importantly, is happy with it and thriving. You don't need to change anything. As I keep saying, my schedules are just suggestions. They're not gospel. You don't have to be doing it. If you've got any questions about your baby sleep at five months old, drop me an email, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, You can contact me via my website as well. I shall put all the links in the show notes. And I hope you'll have a wonderful day. Peaceful nights to you all. And I'll chat to you soon. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please see the show notes for all the links mentioned. And don't forget to subscribe, share, rate and review. And come follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a topic you would like me to cover, drop me an email at rachel at rachelwilson sleepconsultant.com. See you next time.